0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Yo, 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 what's poppin'? You kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world. I'm your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog.
0: What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice, a.k.a. D-Nail. And where we at again, Bolo?
1: Y'all know we in a place to be, so go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend pull up grab a drink because this is the porch let's get it Started
0: on the porch that was
1: where it all began had to put it work every day we got it in we chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it we make it look easy we achieving everything we need now we undefeated if we link no, it's only business if we get to speak and leave them speechless i did things for free but now it costs to see me. when you got just don't see i am
0: you you got the green solo
1: i got the green solo i ain't never I seen the green so hold it up real quick i ain't never seen the green solo and then you got the red you got the red solo it's only right christmas is a couple days away well we in the holiday you know, spirit right now man
0: cheers cheers my brother yes
1: mm. ah, it comes in the air we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Welcome to the porch. Happy holidays to y'all tuning in. Um, we got a special episode for y'all. It's good to see you, brother, man. Happy holidays. Um, I know Happy everybody holidays. gets gets real, you know, giddy and cheery around this time. You know, gifts, family. Um, what, what, what you got planned for the holidays?
0: Man, it's kind of weird. You know, I'm out here in, in L.A., so most of my family, obviously, is back, back in Indy, back in Naptown. So, wifey got to work on Christmas Day. You know, she's a cool. nurse. So Christmas is gonna be a little different Shout this year. To the Shout out to the nurses, man. Shout out to my wife. Had a <laughs> quick kiss. Um, but yeah, I'll probably go to my homeboy house for a minute and eat a plate, chill. But like, I, I ain't doing nothing special, bro. I'm gonna just use the time to relax, watch That's some games, right. some good NFL, NBA games gonna be on Saturday. So I'm just gonna chill, bro. I ain't doing nothing crazy. How about you?
1: I'm already knowing. You know, I got I got the two little ones, so you know yeah. Christmas is. It's, it's it's something, you know, in our household, we got to make it happen. But for y'all don't know, I got a, got a two-year-old and a four-month-old. So obviously my four-month-old don't know really too much. But my two-year-old, he's at that age now where he, he's starting to understand what presents are, what Santa Claus is reindeers and stuff so we you know we got to go all out for him so it'll be it'll be exciting to to see him uh you know come in on on Christmas day to open all the gifts we couldn't put the gifts under the tree y'all see for the first time is out there having kids under two hey it may be real treacherous all right you're gonna be playing with fire if you put them gifts underneath the tree too soon all right because hey the kids hey they love to get into them that so. the, your kids, you think your kids open them open them up before Christmas? What? What is a pig ass fork?
0: Absolutely, <laughs> I ain't got no kids yet, bro. So I don't know the.
1: You, you teaching me game right now, bro? I'm just I'm just letting you know, bro. Like kids, they for one, two year olds, they curious, man. So you know, it looks fun, it looks exciting. It's a box that's wrapped up. Nine times out of ten, he gonna try to get into the gift, and he ain't gonna he ain't gonna be scared. He ain't gonna be. <laughs> just shining away. He going to do it in front of you. He going to do it when you ain't there. So you might as well just put them joints up. You're right. Wait till Christmas Eve when he go to sleep. You know, he or she coming to the living room, see all those gifts, man. And, you know, have them go crazy then. But I don't recommend you guys doing it, um, you know, around this time. So give it about 24 hours. Also, too, decorations on the tree. You got to make sure the decorations on the tree are at least, uh, I want to say, waist up. All right, Ooh. anything that your kid can reach, they're gonna grab it. My, my little my little one and already got out to the bubs, got ornaments the in the street, ornaments, bro. Anything ornaments, he didn't turn it turn it into his toys. So we got to make sure that we decorate the tree pretty much from waste up. So that's just some little game, you know, for the fathers and the mothers out there at the little ones.
0: You giving game early, he giving that hey, holiday man. game, man. So I'm let me take where my notebook, I'm gonna take some notes down. So when when, when hey. baby when baby ready to had these kids, little DJ. Huh? <laughs> Over here, getting ready for work. When you ready to have these kids? We, you know, we got some free game, man. Y'all Keep know. the ornaments up know. high. Don't put the gifts out too early. By the boom,
1: by the bang, I love it. Easy, easy peasy. <laughs> hey, save y'all, can save the holiday. All right, save the holiday for y'all. You,
0: you might have start charging for this game dollars five ninety nine. No cap. <laughs> but let's get straight to it, man. You know, you know how we do on the porch, man. We got to start with some sports. Past week, man, Jake Paul. Social media star, YouTuber knocked out a UFC legend, Tyron Woodley. What what are your thoughts, man? I'm I got my thoughts on it just on the knockout. Jake Paul's undefeated. Knocked out another another fighter, another person. What are your thoughts on the fight, man? The knockout was bad.
1: It looked no, bad. But- now remind me again, um, because mm. I'm not too sure. Cause sometimes I always confuse him and his brother. Did his brother fight Floyd or did he fight Floyd? Logan Paul is his brother Logan Paul, Floyd. Paul, big, Paul big boy, Floyd. Taller, bigger, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, yeah, yeah, bigger mass. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But man, Jake Paul, hey, hey, that's a serious boy. All right. I'm trying he to let serious? y'all He's he hey, serious. I say that. I say that. I say that just because this is a non-boxer we're talking about. OK, this guy was a non-boxer. All right. He trained himself and he got himself to a point where he can actually be competitive in the sport. I get I get my listeners. I get that he did not. Uh, he or he hasn't really fought primetime boxers just yet. But I all think right. this is just something that is getting him warmed up for that for that moment. OK, and and his trajectory is looking pretty good. Like he's ascending in a perfect in a perfect trajectory to. To be boxing, you know, pretty much professionally as like a professional boxer. Obviously, it started out as pay-per-view, um, you know, just kind of a couple exhibition type, yeah, you know, internet sensations, a couple influencers, people just kind of getting, getting the hype around. But I think I think Jake Paul and the Paul family, they're taking this boxing shit a little serious. And people, people want blood, but hey, they making folks pay for it, all right, by putting their face on the mat. Now, I'm not a I'm not a big Paul fan. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the guy. Honestly, I'll be real with you. I don't like the guy, but you gotta respect him for his, his grind and for him knocking motherfuckers out on in the ring, man. You that's, said,
0: that's, hey, you, you sound thought. like you got some fear in your heart right now. It sound like you're saying that Jake Paul pulled up on you right now, he might knock your ass out. Is that what you said?
1: You got me all the way fucked
0: Bolo up. Bolo versus Jake Paul. What, what's gonna happen?
1: It's on and popping. What's
0: going to happen, though? What's going to happen, Bolo? Is he going to give you that Woodley business? What are you, what's gonna What's going to happen? Look,
1: ain't nobody giving me no Woodley. Ain't nobody giving me nothing. All right? Because, look, I'm getting in the ring. First off, I'm going to be real with you, though. Jake Paul been training. So yeah. Jake, Jake Paul Respect. got admitting. So if he, if he fighting somebody normally on the street, hmm, <laughs> all y'all capping out there, nine times out of 10, he may knock your ass out just because he been training professionally. Really all right, for, for about, four, while, about he, four years, bro, he's been really yeah, bro, training so, with real boxers, like for four yeah, years. so his his mittens is there, bro. He got a set. He got a set of hands that 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 a damn near put a put him off a of motherfucker down. So don't think it's sweet just because he, he, he y'all seeing him out here box. You know, um, people from UFC and you know different influencers and stuff like that. Shit, he'll 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 get y'all he'll get y'all right too, but he ain't knocking me out though, (laughs) mammy. Right, right. So he ain't knocking me out.
0: No, listen, I definitely feel you, man. Listen, I've gained a little bit more respect for Jake Paul after Mm -hmm. knocking out Willie and beating him twice because Willie is a um, even though he's a UFC fighter, he has knocked out people. He has power in his punches, so Mm Willie could have definitely knocked out Jake Paul. He's a guy who uses his hands in the octagon in the UFC. Now, Willie is still a better wrestler on the ground than he is a a puncher. If anyone watches UFC, you know Tyron Willie is a legend. Um, His last few fights, you know, late in his career didn't go his way, but overall he's a legend. Very athletic, explosive. Again, has knockout power, but is known more so for his ability on the ground wrestling. So, again, I definitely gained more respect from Jake for knocking him out, but still, and you kind of pointed towards it, I need to see Jake fight an actual boxer, real, a real boxer. Don't, it don't need to be no uh, Canelo. He ain't ready for nothing like that. I'm not crazy. It could be an amateur, but just just fight an actual boxer. Like it be somebody who got a, get a two and zero record, three and zero record fighting boxer, and then let me see how you rock. You beat Nate Robinson, a little basketball player. I beat Nate ass respectfully. You beat you he beat uh, you beat uh Askren or whatever. He's a UFC fighter who's hundred percent known for wrestling. Like he has no mittens. I'll beat his ass hands up today. He he's only good at wrestling. He got knocked out with a knee by Jorge Masvidal. He has no hands. So Willie's the first guy that he he has beaten that does have hands. But he's yes. still not a boxer. So I do think we've underestimated Jake Paul and thought he's just a YouTuber. He just this weak white dude. Woo, 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 woo. No, he can fight. He has power. He's been yep. training. He's he's better than your average dude on the street. If he fights some dude on the streets, Jake Paul gonna win. But I want to see him find an actual boxer. And if he starts doing that and beating that beating them, then I'll he'll gain my full respect. It's the reason why he's calling out UFC fighters and basketball players. He know what he's doing. He ain't he ain't silly. I, I I
1: agree. I agree. Hundred percent. For one, I think he's a hell of a marketer mm-hmm. as far as being able to you know, get people to actually jump on his bandwagon to to say, hey, I beat your ass. Let's fight. Or, you know, him to stir up some type of beef or drama to get all of the media bought into it. And now everybody's paying, you know, out the wazoo for these pay-per-view fights. So I get it from like a business standpoint, but I also get it from uh, a level of, okay, let me get comfortable in the ring too. Let me get adjusted. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to just go into the ring and start fighting professional boxers. You know, that's just kind of like, you know, how they had a D league or they have like the farm teams in, um, in baseball. Right. I'm not, right. you know, if, if I, if I'm new to the sport or, you know, I love the sport and I've been working, I've been crafting. The first thing I, I, I guess one of the things I wouldn't want to happen is them to just throw me in the fire. All right. If I'm a pitcher that's just coming they draft me out of high school and I'm still crafting. First thing I want, want, want them to do is throw me in the dam on the fire and put me on the mound, you know, in the fifth inning, you know, with, you know, uh, tribe at the fucking plate, right? So I don't <laughs> right, want right. to. I want to. I want to warm up. All right, let me let me let me put a couple let a couple pansies, I guess, come up to the plate. You know, let me get my arm right. Let me throw a couple pitches to get comfortable. You know, just like Jake Paul, let me throw a couple punches, get comfortable in the ring, make a little bit of money while doing it. Once I'm seeing success, you know, who knows? In about six months, he's like, okay, now I'm comfortable. Now I can start fighting real boxers.
0: But hold on, let me jump in, bro. Me and you, we former athletes, both play both play football, so that'd be like me and you trying to get a warm-up, so we're playing against the basketball team and football, and we're beating their ass because they don't know what true. they're doing, and now we're feeling, oh, we, we big and bad, we tough, we this and that. They play basketball. They saw. They different. Go play That's your true. football players and see how you rock. You know what but, I'm saying? I mean, now, listen, you, you can play a lower-level football team to yeah. get you get your confidence. Again, I'm not saying go fight Canelo. I'm saying go fight a very it could be a below average boxer but let Mm -hmm. it be a boxer somebody who's been training
1: somebody really 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 about their life right i get it i'm saying i get it and i and i really think too you know i don't i don't know i don't even research or know any anything about jake's falls you know his crew or you know his team on you know what their thought process was but i could guarantee you that when he first fought nate robinson it wasn't he he did not imagine his career being where it is now you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I feel like he just maybe thought it was like, hey, let's make some money. Let me, you know, just fight, you know, some slaps or fight, you know, a basketball player or a couple of basketball players, you know, get a couple of views and, and get my dollars up and then go from there. But now mm-hmm. I think his camp is really sitting there, you know, talking to him and his brother and, and, and they're like, hey, you guys probably can really make some bread off this, you know, and, and really get yourselves primed and ready to actually fight real mm-hmm. fighters. You know what I'm saying, so I think that's where where they're going right now. Obviously, I think a lot of things from UFC to boxing is transferable, but like you said, um, obviously that's mixed martial arts, and you know you just throwing hands in the ring. So you know there is some things that translate, and there's some things that may not translate. So it will be interesting to see him fight just a complete boxer who is practicing and and they have matches that are just you know consistent of them doing what they're doing in the ring. So I, I agree, but. The boy Jake Paul, man, he's uh, you know, hated or love it, you know. He putting people down. I mean, I don't care if it's your grandma, it's your mom, your auntie, <laughs> you know, you stepping in the ring. Hey, I mean, that's what he's doing. He's talking his shit while doing it. So Jake Paul knocking grandmas out, Bolo. <laughs> man, look, it's 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 like that, bro. They they getting paid and they they knocking folks out. I mean, you just gotta. You gotta respect my man's my man's hustle.
0: Let me ask you this, man, because there's been a few fans out there and some articles reading that people uh been really examining the fight, and they people are saying that they think Woodley I gave him that. like a little sign to let him know, hey, like the fight is rigged, it's time for you to knock me out. I I couldn't see it; it was real subtle. If they did, if they if it was rigged, these guys are wonderful actors. I don't think That's it's right. rigged, but let me ask you this though, bro, how much money would you have to get paid to let somebody knock your ass out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's your number, Bolo? Yeah. Everybody got a
0: number, boy. Hey, hey look, look,
1: hey, look. It just depends on what day of the week it is. <laughs> yeah, look, I ain't gonna look. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna do nothing under the sun. I'm gonna let you know. Somebody wanna. Somebody professionally wanna pay me to knock me out. Yeah. As long, as long as you ain't messing up my my liver, you ain't knocking my eye out. You ain't messing up my hearing. If I can just knock out, you can just knock me out, and I can be unconscious and wake back up, and I'm cool. Yeah, go ahead and knock me out for a smooth meal. The fuck you talking about <laughs> you knock me out for a meal. I'm cool. I'm getting up. <laughs> I'm straight. Oh me? Yeah. i about to say I do it for five hundred thousand. What you talking no, about? No. Hey, hey, no cap for real. Go I ahead. Need go cash, ahead. Though,
0: no <laughs> cash, I need
1: cash though, no taxes. Yeah, I need cash, no taxes. Elon Musk so with look. it. So I look, I don't even want them to count the 10. As soon as I hit the floor, motherfucker, I better get that. I better get that motherfucking shit routed. To my account right away. I
0: need look, I need half before the fight, just, just I
1: can feel comfortable.
0: Other half after the knockout,
1: low key. I, I'm gonna need it up front. I might need it up front if you're gonna <laughs> knock me out. I may just need it up front for real, right? But right. I, look, I know we got all macho, we got a lot of pride, but I'm for real. If you want to go ahead because I see he was, <laughs> I know you was talking about it. He, he trying to, yeah, they talking about five mil for a fight. I'm like, five mil, Jorge
0: Masvidal, He's a he's a beat, so he's an active UFC fighter. So he, he's 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 the one who knocked out uh, Ben Askren, another dude that Jake Paul okay. had knocked out yeah. with his knee. Jorge's a beast. Now, now, now he's UFC fighter, but he he's straight hands in the ring. So I, if Jake Paul can knock his ass out, now I'm, I'm you know I might have to come along. I'm gonna have to you know what I mean give full respect to, to Jake Paul. I think Jorge came back and said, um, since he's still signed under contract with the UFC, he was like, man, like he said, like, if you can guarantee twenty million and um, if you can do that, then I can break off, you know, Dana White and the UFC X amount. And I think th- they'll be cool with it. But just at five mil, Dana White, who's the, you know, the commissioner or whatever at UFC, yeah. he probably wouldn't allow it. Cause I, I don't think Dana White really liked Jake Paul. He don't like his, U- his UFC fighters fighting and boxing. I think it's a bad look for him, especially when they're getting knocked out. Now, yeah. Woodley's retired from UFC. Ben Askren, I think is retired. So those guys can do what they want. But since Jorge's an active fighter. We'll have to figure some stuff out. I think he actually countered the um what Jake said and said, Hey, how about you know, again, 20 million? And instead of me coming to boxing, you come to UFC, we fight in the octagon, but we can only we can only box, but we do it in the octagon. And he said we could put something in the contract to where if I do anything else outside of boxing, I'll lose mine, like I won't get paid at all. Just just to make Jake feel comfortable. Because I think if, if you make it a UFC event, it's easier for Jorge to do it since he's on contract. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, gotcha, gotcha, to the So it's basically, there'll be boxing, but it's in a octagon, the UFC right. ring, if that makes sense.
1: No, that so, makes a lot of sense.
0: So we'll see what happens, though, man. It, that, listen, regardless of how you feel about Jake, the shit's entertaining, and I'm going to watch that shit. So.
1: And I'm going to watch that shit, and that's the thing about it, man. Like, I love boxing. I got an extreme amount of respect for a lot of the boxing greats, and even though this guy and his family, they are, you know, internet- you know influencers and you know social media crazy in the era we living yeah. in. I mean, he bringing a lot to the sport. You know, he bringing people that aren't even boxing fans. You know, to the sport. So you know, obviously a lot of people hate him, but I do believe, in my opinion, that he is giving the sport a little bit of uh, some notoriety. Um, because sometimes you know, in boxing, boxing will have its dead periods where you're like, who's doing what? What's going on? you know, trying to figure out, you know, who's the champion, who's going to fight who and things like that. So mm-hmm. this guy, I think he's just literally stepping in and and, and filling that void and keeping boxing hot for, for a little while.
0: For sure, man. And last thing for me, uh, Colin Cowherd earlier today on, on his show, The Herd, was talking about Jake Paul. and he, he was saying, listen, again, this entertainment, I love it. I love it. I love to be entertained. And he's like, listen, Jake Paul may not ever be like a legit, boxer right but maybe he's creating his own lane and this celebrity boxing is going to be a whole new sport like maybe it's like a legit new sport where influencers on social media former athletes from other sports literally come together and, and this becomes like a big time new sport like back in the late 90s that's when the UFC first started and when it first started it was nothing like it is today these guys were it was crazy. It was like no weight classes. It was eye gouging. It was it was like backyard brawling type stuff, right? And right. I had to clean a lot of stuff up. And now we see where the UFC is at today. It's a possibility that maybe Jake Paul is starting, like, creating a new lane and a new sport. Like, who knows? But at the end of the day, man, hate him, love him, like him, whatever. He He's making money, bringing attention to, to the sport. And his family's eating right now. And he's, he's yeah. doing it off the street. This is why I love social media, bro. This was a regular old dude from Ohio. Leverage social media and maximize it in, the, in the change of life. Like these stories is why I personally love social media. So shout out to you, Jake Paul. And Bolo said, Hey, if you want to see him for a ah, meal,
1: yeah. Hey. come see me. <laughs> come see me. Yeah, come man. Bring that check with you too. Bring that check. You know well, let's man. switch
0: gears here, man. We gotta move to our culture segment. Yesterday on Twitter spaces, which is like a um uh um, like an audio part of Twitter where guy, people can join like a chat room and, and discuss and talk. And there was a legendary Twitter space chat where Jay-Z Hove, joined in and they asked him about verses, And Jay-Z said no one could stand on the stage with him. Not a chance in hell is what he said. Not a chance in hell. Anyone could stand on the stage with He, he said he's not going to ever do it. But if he did it, it wouldn't even be a competition. I strongly disagree. But Bolo talked to me, man. Do you agree with Jay-Z or is this cap?
1: This is cap, in my opinion. Now, I say this is cap along the, um, I guess, along the standards of which Versus is set up. Okay. Mm. Everybody that is arguing and talking about Jay-Z are talking about the albums. You know what I mean? Blueprint, Reasonable Doubt, just kind of all of those great... Influential just albums that came out that just changed the game at, at whatever point in your life that you was in, right? right. But these these verses is it's usually 20 songs for 20 songs, so we're not going album for album, right? So I can put up I, I got a list of people, I can put up a list of list of artists that I know can give you 20 song strong songs that can compete with Jay-Z's 20 song strongs. i and I'm not saying that Jay-Z is not the goat, he is the goat. He has represented hip hop in so many different decades and has impacted people in a tremendous way. So he is the goat, okay? But right. I'm gonna just tell y'all this though. When I'm in the club and when I'm driving, I'm not telling I'm not telling the driver, I'm not telling the DJ to throw on Jay-Z. That's just not what I'm doing. All right. All right? But that's just real. Like I can listen to him, you know, on my time, but he's not he's not an artist that you can just listen to day in and day out. All right. And for y'all listeners out there, I know there's a couple cappers out there who say they ultimate Jay-Z fans. Everybody out here that's saying that Jay-Z fans, y'all just saying that because he'd go he, he would Beyonce. It's a popular he, thing to say, bro. It's just popular, right? I, I only really can. I only can really count on my probably five fingers. People who legit listen to Jay-Z talking about like the albums and like Jay-Z from back in the day and can rap word for word. Right. Right. But A lot of people just cap just because it's Jay-Z. I'm saying so you know the 50 cents, you know. I mean, I put 20 songs up, 50 can do it, Kanye can do it, Wayne can do it. You know, um, there's so many people that I believe can bring us 20 decent songs to compete with Jay-Z. So 20 slappers,
0: though, bro. Thank you. Super cat. And listen, I appreciate the the competitiveness, the cockiness. You know, that's what hip-hop really stemmed from. So of course Jay-Z's gonna say that, you know, talk your shit, Jay-Z. Talk your shit. I, I respect it, but it is cap. Yeah. You, you you mentioned everybody know I'm a huge Lil Wayne fan, but this ain't about being biased. Lil Wayne got like 30 songs. 30 if they went 30 for 30, I feel I feel very comfortable. If you if you add in features, you add in mixtapes, you add in no ceilings. Stop playing with me. I am not a human being. Sorry for the wait. Carter one two three bro, this man got hit. So don't don't tell me, and that's just Wayne. We ain't talking about
1: yay. Yay got some shit. Got some shit, but I know, I know you know, obviously. Like, and, and I just think, I just think it's just a hierarchy thing too. I just think people respect Jay Z so much that, like, the Jay Zs, the Lil Waynes, you know, all of those guys. I'm not gonna say that they'll bow down to Jay Z, but they respect him to a point to where they 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 have put him on that pedestal. You know what I'm saying? It, it's of like where, Tom,
0: it's like Tom Brady, bro. Right. So like we all say, Tom Brady's the goat. We, we say that it's a combination of like skill set, stats, mostly because of how much he's, he's won and his longevity. But there's an yeah. argument to say he's not the most talented quarterback. He's not the most skilled quarterback. In my opinion, Peyton Manning was a much more skilled quarterback, which is why he got drafted number one overall. You talk about today, Aaron Rodgers is a more skilled quarterback. Mahomes can do more from a skill standpoint, but when you talk about longevity, success, winning, which, what you've done for the sport or what you've done for the rap game, I compare Jay-Z to Tom Brady. Jay-Z is the GOAT, but I don't necessarily believe, and this is my opinion. I don't believe he's the best necessarily bar for bar, hardest lyricist of all time. No, he just been consistently great for a long ass time since I was a baby. You know what I mean? So like, to be, like, he he rapped with Biggie, he rapped, like, to think about that, he rapped with so Biggie. So many decades, bro. You know, with Biggie, like, he's been, he's still relevant today, 2021. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you gotta call him the GOAT, but I'm not calling him the GOAT in terms of, like, he just the best, like, he say the best shit. No, I just, it, it, it's like, it's like LeBron, you might call him the GOAT because of longevity. Tom Brady, longevity. Jay-Z, longevity. But if we're talking about a versus, we're talking about bar for bar, skill for skill. Man you better wear late text because you don't want that late text that I think I'm late text. text. So wrap it up. Stop playing with me, man. Hey, Wayne said, hey, first of all, I'm an E-S-R-I-D-E-R. i am an I will R-I-P these boys or at least put their ass up in V-E-R. Put the pump to his chest like C-P-R. Stop playing with me, Bolo. And don't sleep on Gucci.
1: Don't sleep on Gucci. Now, now, Gucci now, 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 now. Gucci now, got 20 now, songs. Now, now, now. Now, 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 now. let's not get crazy now. Gucci ain't got 20. Let's not get crazy. Gucci he ain't got 20. 20. He has 20, okay? Now, now I will I will say this before we get a little carried away. All right. <laughs> Gucci, I love Gucci. Gucci is a hood legend. He's an international star now. He has paved the way for a lot of, you know, people in the south. But yep. His quality of music, it ain't touching Jay-Z's, though. His his, his quality, it's, it's, it's not fucking with Jay-Z right now. Now, Lil Wayne, Kanye, Drake, you know, even T.I., like some of those guys with their quality of music, you know, can, can keep up with Jay-Z a little bit, but Gucci... Put out heat. Gucci's cold, you don't, but see, you don't really rock with Gucci, bro. That's why you saying Gucci, that, bro. bro but I'm, I'm just, Chicago, just saying, it. bro. You, you, you really got to, but Gucci. you got to make it make sense, though. When you're doing the verses, bro, you got to make it make sense. You just can't have somebody like Gucci going against, you know, a Jeezy. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. But you know who I think would be a good person because Jay Z kind of do a lot of stuff, and I think she does a lot of stuff too, bro. Ooh. You going to think I'm tripping, Missy Elliott, bro? Missy Elliott and Jay Z. Bro, Missy Elliott and Jay-Z, bro. That's
0: interesting. I mean, I respect this out of this Elliott.
1: Just off the strength of the, the 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 songs, bro. Like, like Missy Elliott catalog is stupid. Like it is I crazy. Think, I don't think it's too many people that I know that could go against Missy Elliott, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe Mary J. Blige. Or you know, but it's not too many people, it had to be a goat, you know. What I mean, you just can't put anybody up against Missy Elliott. What about
0: Missy Elliott and Buster Rhymes?
1: Buster Buster. In terms Busta Busta in terms Busta of just cool like too. they're
0: kind of you remember they video they they, similar, yeah. They yeah. very creative, they got
1: they kind of got that got that got that feel to them, but at the same time, bro. Catalog ain't, ain't, ain't long enough. But Missy Ellie is done with it, bro. She done with it. And sing, I think they sing, I think sing it her, to me, sing it to me. What's your favorite Missy Elliott song? I can't stand the rain. Mm. It's my window. I can't stand the rain. Mm, mm, Hey, man, Missy mm, Elliott, and then the videos is dumb. (laughs) Spitting on motherfuckers. Y'all videos
0: go crazy. That shit was hard, though.
1: But shout out to Jay Z, though. I think Jay Z. I mean, he. I mean, he one of the one of the last living legends of you know that the '90s. That's still, you know, you got your Jay Z, got Snoop, Snoop, cool, Snoop, cool. I I love Snoop, bro. I love Snoop, bro. Snoop got some shit. I don't know, bro. I I love Snoop, bro, but I don't think Snoop fucking with Jay Z, though. You got 20? He got, tw- now he has 20, bro. He has 20. Again, months. it's versus. I'm not saying overall. I'm just saying you talking about right, 20 2020. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people got 20 bangers to, to throw out, right? Snoop got but some I'm shit. just thinking about the quality, though, because I'm just thinking Jay-Z going to throw off some quality. I know you're going to miss me. Yeah, we went together with, like, like Nike Airs and Chris T's. Yeah, I was kind of, <laughs> I kind of messed that up a little bit, but I'm just saying, Jay-Z got some shit. Like, the quality, the quality of music is just dumb.
0: I'll tell like, you, gone but your shoulders off, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gone but you oh, gotta man. get that dirt off your shoulders. <laughs> hey,
1: Jay Z, hey Jay Z, that dude, bro. I'm just now nah, he got some I'm thinking about it, but I mean, I think it's I think it's it's right for him to talk his shit though. He deserves it, but yeah. don't think it's sweet though, Jay Z. We we'll get we'll get people on your ass. We got a couple people for Should sure. Go twenty for twenty for you. I call Wayne right now, set it up,
0: stop playing with it, man. <laughs> hey,
1: because hey, even though we talked about him before, hey man, Drake a motherfucker too, though. I ain't want to say I was waiting for you to say it. Drake fuck around and go 50-50 with somebody, bro.
0: He'll he'll sing against uh Jay-Z and, and get more. I just want to let it go. He just had motherfuckers confused. They don't know if, if it's a verses oh. or what. They don't know what's going on. <laughs>
1: Bro, he got that one song, bro. Bro, he, bro, he, bro, Drake make a song, bro, how all the women confused, bro. I don't know what he (laughs) said on one song, bro. He say, should I stay, should I go? I don't know. (laughs) Like, he just, he just, he just letting you know. He don't know. He He gonna go, he gonna leave, he gonna stay. But anything, he gonna let you know, but he don't know.
0: And then he'll drop another song and and, and he on, he on some thug shit. He on some kill shit. crazy. (laughs) <laughs> that's why I like that's, that's why real. that's
1: why Drake's in the conversation. His versatility, he can do yeah, it all, he, he can do a lot, he can he, do a lot,
0: he can definitely do a lot. But speaking of Drake, man, you know, you know, Drake makes a lot, a lot of love songs, you know, what I mean, a lot of softest songs. So, me and you were still having a little conversation, uh, offline. I don't know if you want to jump into that real quick, or I mean, how you I mean, feeling should, right now?
1: We can definitely touch on it. I think, I think, um, this would be something for a lot of people to listen into, and um. Get that thought process on it. Um, some people may agree. Some people may disagree. But I think this is definitely a, a good conversation to at least um, just kind of skin, skin the surface a little bit on.
0: Let's do it, man. Well, I'm going to let you set it up, man. I know you brought it to the table um, talking about love. Set it up for us.
1: But we're going to talk about love, y'all. So um, there's a lot of different ways that that word can be interpreted. Um, but I think as a society us as millennials, as we continue to grow old, I think that word is slowly but surely being overused and misinterpreted, right? Um, So, yeah, I think, so Darnell and myself, married, you know, um, developed a foundation, you know, you see the rings on the finger, developed a foundation, you know, on the principles of love, right, of what that means and things like that. But I think when I look on social media, when I look at relationships, when I just kind of repost and stuff like that and hear stuff back to back, um, love can be overrated. It can be. Um, I say that because, um, I, and I just took a couple notes on this. So my personal definition of love, all right, it is uh true love is actually self love in my opinion. So I think we are taking the word love out of context and using it as a crutch in all types of situations. So, um, what I mean by that is when you think about it, everything that you love, for one reason or another, may not be good for you. So it could be alcohol, it could be drugs, it could be food. And what happens is usually when we love something, sometimes whatever that thing may be, a person, place, or thing, it may not love you back. So what happens is we get attached to those emotions, to that person, place, or thing, and we feel like the love is not being reciprocated, then we're the ones that end up getting hurt, right, Mm -hmm. on the back end. So um, I just think, you know, in, in order to have a great relationship, to, you know, see success and, and to really love on somebody and be in love with somebody. It has to be built on a foundation of having someone having your back. All right. Someone have your back, you know, someone being loyal and someone understanding. I, I think when you have those components put together, I think it gets you to a place where, you know, you can overcome a lot of things. Right. So think about love. Right. People, people who are in love, they sometimes go through domestic abuse Um, You know, you got people who, you know, may love the wrong thing that is for one reason or another, you know, causing them harm or causing their family harm from the for for the things that they love. Um, So there's a lot of things that can get you in trouble for loving something that may not be good for you. Right. So Mm -hmm. I just think it's a situation where you really got to understand yourself, define self-love for yourself. You know, once you define what that self-love is for yourself, then that will begin to pour out and people will see that. And then they'll have to meet you at that place, at that point of where your self-love is. And then now you're able to really, you know, start that that foundation, uh, you know, that we call a relationship.
0: Mm, that's deep, man. Uh, Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with a lot. A lot of what you said, man, so many relationships. And this is not talking about just like mutually exclusive to like, you know, marriage and stuff like that, even a friendship. Right. Um, it doesn't start off with love. Think about people who you're very close with people that you love now outside, like your, your blood relatives and family. Those are people that you had to work up towards loving. And how did, how did you end up loving them? Because you love them because of loyalty, because of their fun to be around because, they're uh, easy to talk to, they listen to you. And over time you built that love, but love alone isn't the answer to any relationship. And like you said, there's so many people who get divorced and break up and things like that, and they still love each other, but the other stuff they were lacking in, maybe the loyalty went away. Maybe the person isn't listening like they used to. Maybe they can't talk to them the same way. Maybe they're just not happy. They lost lost that spark. They still love them, but that's not enough. You know what I mean? There's so many times, though, you see couples and friends and things like that. They'll they'll stay in an unhappy relationship simply because they 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 love the person and they just don't want to like hurt them in any type of way. But deep down inside, they know that this ain't right and this ain't this ain't what's making them happy and this ain't. So it's like, man, love is a powerful thing. It's very it's it's very important. I would almost say vital in any relationship, but it isn't the like the foundation. It, It isn't the first thing. Like when you first meet somebody. Uh, uh 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 significant other or whatever when you make that first eye contact, you don't love him. You like, all right, shit, she look good as fuck. I'm gonna go talk to her, and then you talk the to her thing, like yeah, it's a lust, right? Let's be real, it's lust. Then you talk to her and you or him or whatever, and it's like, okay, good person. We got a lot of similarities, intelligent, got a lot going, going on for him for her. And it's like you end up getting closer and closer and closer, and then boom, now the love comes. Right, so it's like love to me is is a, is a verb, is an action, and it takes steps and take takes work in order for you to love. But love alone can't sustain a relationship.
1: Facts, facts, and and to that point, um, specifically, um, and one thing that I was just thinking about um, when you said that is the word love, and I and my people out here who are in love, beautiful thing, right? Once you mm-hmm. actually experience being in love, it is a beautiful thing, right? But I think sometimes, you know, um, especially millennials, too. Um, and then that's why, you know, the divorce rate, too, is, you know, at or above 50 percent, because I think we go right at it and just assume like this love is going to be everything. Like that's the total right. equation. Right. So people are listening to, you know, these fairy tales of like all we have is love and that's all we need to get us through this time. Right. Absolutely not. That is not <laughs> that is not the case. I And I I hate to say it. I hate to be. That, that guy to say that, but you, just real. Need, you, need a, you need a little bit more, man. It's more to the equation uh, of having a successful relationship, a successful marriage or whatever you want to do that you're in love with. It's more than just the L-O-V-E word, right? There, It's an endearing term, but what I do think and what I do know is once you verbally say that love that I love you to that person or that thing, it then gives you an exclusiveness to that person or that thing. It makes you feel like you, you have a piece of that thing or you own that. Right. And it may not even be reciprocated. Right. Yeah. You know, you may, you may love, you know, doing something that's not good for you. Right. But it's not being reciprocated or you may love that person specifically, but it may not be reciprocated, but by you verbally saying that, and by you, you know, getting that out, now you feel like you have an exclusiveness to that person because, you know, you're in love with that, with that thing. And what happens is we end up getting hurt. We get hurt by it. And we put ourselves through so many different trials and, you know, different hurdles because for the ones we love or that thing we love. And, you know, we t- we turn out to, you know be in bad situations because of that L-O-V-E word. So I just really think it should be always established by loving yourself. You know, when you love yourself, that shit will outpour. People will see that. And when you have that self-love, people will then see that coming from you and then want to meet you, meet you at that point. All right. To then provide you with that same love that you're giving yourself.
0: It's it's contagious. Like you said, Like people can see that you love yourself. You know what I mean? It's As crazy as that might sound it's just a different energy around somebody who really loves themselves first because exactly. you don't love yourself first. You can't properly love other people Come on, properly. Come on. So you, on. it has to start internally. You got to have that love for yourself. You have to figure out, get to that space, spiritual space, whatever you got to do to get to, to that point where you love yourself. And once you get that set up, it's so much easier to love others and, and it, it, it'll happen naturally. You won't have to force it. It'll just kind of gravitate to you. So now nah, exactly. I appreciate that, bro.
1: And now the kind of segue to kind of put this stuff together a little bit um, for for my listeners out there who watch Insecure um, Mm. and know some of the characters and come to some of the situations, we got Issa and Lawrence. And we got Easton Nathan. So obviously, you know my people who've been following the the the, the five seasons. You know, spoiler alert coming up. Right. Let's
0: say that real quick. Spoiler alert. We're about to talk spoiler about the, the the show, the last episode. If you ain't seen it yet, press pause. Go watch it. Come back.
1: All right, jump in. But watch it. Come back. So, um, just kind of give y'all a big picture, right? So obviously, Lawrence is kind of I call it I call Lawrence Issa's forever boo, right? Mm. Um, just someone who's gonna be around. Um, no matter what happens, what shakes, you can probably catch Lawrence at the cookout in the corner peeping on East making sure she all right and doing well. I think that's just what their relationship has evolved around the last few years. No matter what happens in their relationship, I think they'll always be there. That's that forever boo, right? Um, nice. you got Nathan. You know, you got a guy. You know, a little rough around the edges, but I think he's providing Issa with some consistency. Um, mm-hmm. he's providing her with some 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 being loyal. Um, yeah. but at the same time, it doesn't seem to me that Issa's happy though, right? She's 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 chasing true love, right? So, but when you chase true love. Right. Or what she think is true love. What do you think happens, though? There comes mm. the problem. Right. That's that comes, you know, you you being stressed out. That comes, you know, the baby mama drama that comes just a lot of trials and, tribulations and, and a lot of messiness with, with, you know, being in love. So that kind of goes back to my point of the L.O.V.E. word where, you know, obviously you have some exclusiveness to that person, you know, by being in love, you know, with him or her. But ultimately it does result in. In a, in a bad situation, you know, if you force that love shit on people, man,
0: bro, you spitting facts, bro. I love how you brought it all together. Um,
1: yeah, th- man. That's
0: a great point. Issa, like, she loves Lawrence, but she's tried the relationship like multiple times, and we, she knows and it, look it, at the it, stress she's been through. You're right; it don't work. But she, because she loves him, she keeps thinking about him. Keeps going out to him. A few episodes ago, she had called him and hung up late at night. You know, um, and now she's having these little flashbacks, or not even flashbacks, like visions into the future of what her life will look like if she goes this route versus this route, and things like that. And it's it's crazy. It's like she has a good thing. Like it took me a little time to really, you know, t- to start messing up. With. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. You know, but but he he seems Nathan seems cool, and she seems to be like like he's actually trying. They're looking for an apartment, and he's doing everything he's he's supposed to do right now. But in her back of her head, she's still like ah, but. It's Let, not Lawrence, it's not Lawrence, and it's because of love. It's nothing Nathan they can do because he can't he can't be Lawrence. You know what I mean? And and I also also say this: she loves Nathan as well. Yeah, she, she loves both. But what she's doing is she's causing conflict of interest, she's causing confusion. And as soon as these fellas even see each other, they already feel intense and they arguing about who got the best barbecue, <laughs> Cali versus Texas, all types of stuff. And, and it's crazy, but it all stems from her Issa just not making her mind up, putting her foot down. Uh, um, it's okay to still love Lawrence. I had a long standing relationship, like friendship, everything. But it's, you got to move on. You can't let that love mess up something good that's going on right now.
1: Facts. And it's like, I love this thing, right? But sometimes love can be our biggest enemy, where if you continue to go face to face with this love, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can be overpowered by by that that love word because you're think it's you're thinking it's empowering you, but it's not. You know, it's really it's really taking a lot out of you. All right. Because you, you hear people sing it all the time, like loving people can be exhausting, like doing stuff can be exhausting. Like it's real, you know, and <laughs> and obviously we put love on that pedestal where it's like that is the word, the term of everything. Right. Right. You know, um, all the way back to the beginning of time of what you said of them saying like love God, people are associating that type of love. Right. With, you know, people that are causing them pain. You know, and it shouldn't right. be, it shouldn't be like that. I just think at the end of the day, you know, when you when you when you with your wife, your husband or whatever, your significant other, you know, and y'all putting y'all ingredients in the in the basket to to figure out the foundation of what our relationship is going to be about. I just think you should leave love out of it for right now, because once all of the things underneath that, underneath that basket gets created, then that love is ultimately just going to be in there regardless. Like you can never right. get, a, get rid of love. It's going to be there. Right. But don't have that as the basis because sometimes that love does run out.
0: So just to make sure I'm understanding you correctly, are you almost suggesting like when you're starting a relationship, not to chase love necessarily, like to chase, chase, uh, the other, chase loyalty, chase, you know, a uh, joyfulness. Under, chase, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah because, I want you to chase because that yeah. will make, that will, those ingredients will make love. Is that what you're correct, saying? Correct, it, got correct, you, correct. Got
1: you. Because, I mean, you you have self-love, right? You Love yourself. All right. So yeah. that alone will give you enough to make sure that you need and have everything that you want out of a relationship or whatever, that whatever you're needing, because now you have expectations. Right. So with that self-love, that gives you expectations. And with those expectations, that gives you, you know, what you want out of a relationship. And, you know, and unless lets the other person know, you know, hey, this is where I'm at. You know, in this ordeal. And like I said, love is inevitable. So it's going to happen. It's going to come, you know, but I don't think, you know, people just fall in love quick and things like that. I mean, sometimes it happens. You know, people, you know, say it's love at first sight and things like that. But right. I just think for, for something to, to, to last and for something to be sustainable, uh, it has to have some concrete foundation on it. And, and love is one of those things where it's a lot of variables that come with that love, um, a lot of pain behind it. Too. and um unfortunately that's why a lot of people end up you know getting divorced after three years because yeah. they think that you know love is 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 just the only way that they can make their relationship last and unfortunately <laughs> it's not the case. So
0: they, they lack it on the other shit that they ain't paying attention to. no nah, that, that's real rap, bro. And I don't believe in that we ain't gonna talk about it right now, but I don't believe in love at first sight. I I, I think it's lust at first sight. But well we could talk about that on, okay. on another show maybe so um Let's so, transition.
1: Oh no, go 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 ahead. But yeah, so I wanted to go back to insecure, right? Okay. So uh <laughs> the funny thing about it was I did watch the episode, and then one thing you mentioned was the barbecue of them talk. I mean them at the at the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? Cause because Tiffany's leaving, they getting ready to go to Denver, having a mm-hmm. go-away party. Um, Nathan brings Issa to the party. You know, obviously they got mutual friends with Lawrence. Lawrence pulls up on them. And at some point in time, all the men gathered around and they had a conversation and they were talking about some of the best barbecue in L.A. And, you know, Nathan talked about, you know, being from Houston and having some good barbecue and things like that. So they kind of exchanged some words a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, as as guys, we always either misinterpret things or look into something a little bit too much. Right. right and right. I think for Nathan, I think I'm, I am I can I think. This whole episode, I'm I'm fucking with Nathan. I'm 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 I'm, I'm understanding where he's coming from, how he's feeling, because he's already in a foreign environment. Yeah, you, know right. I mean? you go to you go to a kickback, you know, with your girl. You're not from there, you know. Last thing you want to do is just have a, a conversation with somebody that you don't know and you look weak or you know what have you? And that you want as a motherfucker do. boy, yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So you want to you want to have your chest out. You want to make sure you know, especially if you know your ex girl guy. The guy is there, right? You know, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you know. I, for me, I damn near probably wouldn't even been in the whole little on the scene. The little with circle buddy. of buddies. You know, I wouldn't <laughs> even been in the circle, you know. But, you know, you, you get older, right? So you, you grow accustomed to having those tougher conversations. And, you know, obviously you get older. So you, everybody's had a girlfriend, boyfriend, ex, and things right, like that. So right. There may be certain situations that you may have to walk across at some point. But um, it's just funny to see how people just misinterpret information and just take it and run with it.
0: No, nah, it's funny, bro. man, bro, it's just funny because it's such a, a, a manly scene, like, right? Because, like, we all got so much pride and so much whatever. So, like, uh them arguing about barbecue, but we know what they really, like, arguing about beyond the me? scenes and stuff. They talking about, they talking that shit. Like, he, he's like, well, shit, maybe you, you know, you ain't really from LA, so you don't really know how to barbecue is. He's like, well, when you had the best, when you had the best, you don't need to eat something lower than that. You, know what you, what you, you ain't had the best. So, it was just funny, bro. Uh going back and forth shout out to blood souls though black on barbecue out here in la it is fire now i'm not saying it's better than i know texas get down with the barbecue but blood souls is fire you come out here bro, Go the blood souls um <laughs> but anyway yeah God, bro fire. it blood. was it blood souls crazy and they talked about it right there during that scene uh but yeah bro it was a funny ass scene and obviously at the end they almost threw hands lawrence was chirping a little bit i'm gonna be real like, i think he was too that wasn't was a, too. that wasn't a part to say that like the his boy, his homeboy, I can't remember his name. Earlier, in geeked the show, him up, geeked him up. Some If it was me, I'm gonna do everything I can in my power to make sure you know I ain't I don't lose a whoop So you know your homeboy can really geek you up and got you feeling right. like you know confident and courageous. But that wasn't the time or the place, and it was hella
1: disrespectful, bro. Don't come to my girl, bro. Talking about this, that, and the third. Yeah, extra, I, I, so come you know what I'm on, saying bro. you going. I'm gonna turn up just like Nate did. Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because he already, he already was feeling some type of way because Buddy pulled up. Right. You know, so he on edge anyway. And for you to just be on some, like, you happy yes or no, like, you giving her, you know, making her answer you and, you know. Right. And being on little
0: too, though. Like, that's my shorty, bro. What you want?
1: Better, better. It's just like, it's damn near like, it's a, it's a better time and place for that. And for Issa, like, I don't know. I don't know what Issa could have did to try to defuse the situation. Maybe. it wasn't her
0: fault that time.
1: It wasn't. It wasn't. It was yeah. Like, I, I hate to say it. Like, I wish I could put the blame on her you know but well also the bigger
0: picture the situation is her fault like the bigger picture yeah, she of it, never called his ass facts but that particular scene she was just taking out the trash or doing something and came around the corner was like Ooh, Lawrence so you know and she tried to avoid it and everything he was blocking her off so sure. in that particular situation she couldn't really do anything and she tried to walk off when Nathan came around and tried to fuse it but at that point it was a wrap you know like you said that boy Nathan was just waiting here he was already on edge he, he was, was waiting Like, on the he was I, waiting. Did, I, I wish a nigga would be in my seat. <laughs> everything. He was ready. He
1: was ready. So
0: but everything, bro. So, yeah, let's go ahead and go to our closing segment. Man, you know what the end each episode with a fun game. And with it being Christmas here this Saturday, we're gonna play a game of this or that Christmas edition. uh let's start off talking about just the movies, bro. So I'm gonna get it started, home alone or the Grinch. I'm going with Home Alone all day. I think Home Alone is one of the best movies, period, of all time. Watch it as a child. I can turn it on right now and watch it. I'm going Home Alone. But what you going with, Home Alone or The Grinch?
1: So I'm going to go with Home Alone too. when they was in New York. That's probably Ooh. one of my favorite Christmas movies. I love <laughs> that one. Um, the Grinch is fire, too, but ain't nobody fucking with Home Alone too. Home
0: Alone 2. So not the first one though. You ain't really rock rock, but the I like original. The
1: first one. I, I do like the first one, but I just think Home Alone two gave me a different vibe when you know Kevin was on his own. You know he was throughout the city in New York, hotel you with know mean? it clean and shit. Hotel yeah, it bro. He went, to the, he went to his uncle's little building, set up a whole bunch of little booby traps and shit. Was you know kicking the ass like it was just it was just like something that I, I would enjoy watching. It was a bit a big spin to it.
0: Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. Okay, next one.
1: Friday after next or Bad Santa? Santa Claus, (laughs) Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Street Fighter 3. Hey, I'm going with Friday After Next, bro. I think that's, it's a classic. Some people did not think it was a Christmas movie. I'm letting y'all know, Friday After Next is, in fact, a Christmas movie, all right? 1,000%
0: like a Christmas movie, bro. You watch it, it comes on fucking every TNT, every Christmas. First time I saw it was on bootleg around Christmas. It's, every time I see it, it's during Christmas, man. Friday After Next, man. Come on, bro. Cat Williams? Got to. <laughs> Crunching on your ball. Oh, what's up, <laughs> Miss Lane? <laughs> um, alright next one and I don't know if you've seen both of these because I know I haven't but I know it's a legendary movie Die Hard or Gremlins now real quick before you answer like you just said about Friday after next a lot of people debate if Die Hard is an actual Christmas movie as well you know what I'm saying yeah, so true. what would you go I, with
1: Die, yeah um, between the two I've seen Die Hard before um, there are a couple different Die Hard movies but yeah, I don't think i seen like the Christmas edition Die Hard um, i seen Gremlins probably when I was way younger them little furry little the little furry thing yeah i seen it yeah, i seen them in furry the minute. things right yeah. so I, I, i'll probably have to say die hard just because it's it's probably Australia. more relevant i seen it i seen it uh recently so
0: yeah i'll probably go the same way i you know action movie you know what i mean a little bit more intense you know it, it doesn't feel like a christmas movie per se but uh-huh. i felt like I, again like i think it came out around that time and people always watch it around that time so um all right, this last one. <laughs> so this ain't a movie. This is this is songs, right? Better Christmas songs, Mariah Carey or Gucci man.
1: Talk oh, to me. I'm going Mariah Carey, man. Mariah See, you don't rock with Gucci, but it's the second
0: time you bro, didn't I love Gucci, Gucci bro. bro. I love Gucci, bro. Gucci, if you listen, bro, Bolo bro. don't love you, bro.
1: Hey, Gucci 1017 Brick Squad. Nah, don't try to say it. Don't try hey. to say it now. Hey, I love Gucci, man. But check this out. Mariah Carey really sets the tone of, uh, of the holidays, bro. When her song come out, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Hey, it just sets the tone. So it's over hype, bro. You play the
0: same thing. My boy Gucci just dropped another Christmas album, bro. Every year you drop a Christmas album, bro. Check, check me out, bro. Hold on. Here you go here you go here you go here go I have come hold on oh, Hold on Hold on Hold on on
1: hold on Hold
0: on Come on Come on you ain't come Gucci on, bro. Too. Stop sleeping on Gucci. That shit came on hard. Yeah,
1: it'd be hard though to be to be this hard. Stupid. Mariah Carey, Mariah bro. I ain't got nothing like that, bro. She
0: got one song.
1: Come on, be real. Be real. But, it's the, but bro, it's the song that kicks off the holidays, bro. Like. Just imagine going into the holidays, not hearing that song, bro. Right after I don't want to hear it this year. you hearing that song, bro. I don't want to hear it this song.
0: year. I'm going to be real with you, bro. I think it's just everybody, everybody puts so much hype around it that subconsciously you feel like it's the shit. It's all right. Bro, it, it ain't all you, that.
1: Bro. It gets us there, bro. It gets us ready for the holidays, bro.
0: Man, shout yeah. out to Gucci, man. We're going we to get Gucci on board. We can agree
1: disagree, bro. I got one more question for you. Ah, oh, shoot. All right. So it's Christmas time, right? We got Christmas in a couple days. All right. So Mm -hmm. tell me about your family's tradition. Are you opening gifts on Christmas Eve or are y'all opening gifts on Christmas morning?
0: Oh, so, okay. Growing up, right. So I would always have the option to open up one gift on Christmas Eve. Me personally, I never used it because I, it's something about the actual Christmas day, waking up early as hell. Like as a kid, I would get up super early on Christmas day, just naturally, no alarm. You know what I mean? And it's something about just seeing all the presents out there at once. I don't want to it's almost like um like if the food, the full meal ain't done yet for dinner, I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to eat a side. I don't know. I want every. I want my chicken, my macaroni and cheese, my collard greens, cornbread all on one plate. So okay. that's how how we do it, bro. We open them all up on um you know, after Christmas day, and mm-hmm. then from there we'll like travel. We'll put some pajamas on, bro. We'll go to Grandma at them house, see what they see what they got, you know, got over there. Auntie, whatever, and we kind of just, again, bro, my family real chill. We just relax, find any reason to eat food and to kind of go, you know, go that route, bro. What about Love you me, though? Bro.
1: Man, it's funny. So it's four of us, right? So I got mm-hmm. an older brother, a younger brother, and a younger sister. So um, my sister is ten years younger than me, so obviously kind of under ten years old. Um, you know, it was just me and my brother. And then my little brother was real young, um, because he's right. seven years apart from me. So uh when it was just me and my brother, we used to try to sneak, sneak into the living room, uh, <laughs> three, or four o'clock in the morning to see the gifts, because we ain't really, you know, had a chance to, you know, peek into the gifts or see where the gifts was hiding at. So um there were certain situations where our mom would let us you know have have the 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 console or if it's like a new game come out we'll, we'll uh it'll be bad because she'll give it to us at you know maybe 10 30 at night you know night before christmas and we'll stay up the entire night playing the game or playing with that one toy or whatever until we wake up the next day probably get one hour of sleep and wake up and, and open up the other the other gifts bro so man it's, it's that's good times man you miss it you know um it's one of those things where as you get older now, you know, you look back on some of those times and you like, man, I wish I could get, get some of those times back. So it's important to make memories, you know, with your family during this time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for my folks out there, you know, happy holidays to y'all. Make sure y'all love on the ones that love y'all. Life yep. is short. You know, it's another holiday. We are going into another year. So make sure y'all hug on love on the people that love y'all because tomorrow in promise. All right. Laugh, turn up, celebrate each other. Give each other y'all flowers while y'all can. All right, and and you know, enjoy each other's, enjoy each other's company, man. Make those memories.
0: Yes, sir, man. Hey, same, same for me. Happy holidays to you and your family. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. Enjoy each other's company. I know I miss those. Uh, just that feeling I had as a, as a kid on Christmas. Like I still appreciate Christmas today. Don't get me wrong, but as a kid, it just hit different. You know, you wake sure. up, it, it you were just so excited, like you were so happy to just be up there with the family and seeing the gifts and food. It's like. It was like the best day ever. So, like, we as a, as adults got to kind of uh, uh, dive into our childhood, our our inner child, right, and figure nice. out the, a way to bring out that joyfulness and that excite that excitement in a different way. Because, like you said, man, tomorrow ain't promised. Life is short, and a uh, family, friends, loved ones—that's all you got, man. So, yeah, definitely appreciate oh, you that.
1: Yes, hey, sir. So you- Hey, so you already know y'all rocking with the best. Hey, we appreciate our loyal listeners, all right? So for our loyal listeners, all right, we got one task for y'all. All All right, get us more loyal listeners, all right? That's all we're looking for, all right? Hey, peace, blessings, and love. Y'all know where to find us at. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Believe. We'll be in tune. Yeah. Alright, we are on the porch, baby. Alright, it's the holiday. My boy got his red cup. I got my green cup. This is the porch. It's your boy Bolo. It's your boy D-Nail. Like, subscribe on Instagram. D-Porch Podcast underscore. Click the link in the bio, and you know what's up.
0: Yes, sir. VIP Watch. Talk to us. Peace. Look up these the porch that was where
1: it all began. Had to put it Every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. It. Now we undefeated.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.